Hello, happy Wednesday. I hope you've had a great first half of your week. We've had some wonderful weather. I think it's supposed to cool down and get rainier the rest of the week. So knock on wood, that doesn't happen. But Monday and Tuesday were pretty uh, gorgeous outside, and especially Tuesday. Um, and I want to talk about that. So this isn't going to be the traditional idea Wednesday because I want to talk about something big in the community that I went to, the start of the Syracuse Mets AAA baseball season was last night. And so I'll just talk about that. So kind of a mixture of a news Monday, fun Friday, and I'm going to recap some ideas that were related actually to uh, to the Syracuse Mets that I thought of while I was at the game. So kind of a all three themed episode in one uh, today. So let's talk about the game. Went to the Syracuse Mets game. It was awesome. I really think baseball is um, great to have in a community, especially when it's a, a high level team. So the Syracuse Mets are a triple A club. They are obviously part of the New York Mets organization. They used to be under the Nationals when they were uh, the Sky Chiefs and Chiefs, and they've changed ownership and affiliation a few times over the last couple of decades. They're actually even part of the Yankees uh, in the 70s, I believe. But now they are part of the Mets organization, and in their first game of the season, they played the Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders. Uh, love that name. It's the Yankees AAA organization. Uh, great game. Yankees. So I went to the opener last year when Luke Voigt was down. And if you don't know, he's a, a great power hitter in the MLB. He was rehabbing for the Yankees and was playing for their AAA club. He went yard on the first pitch of the first at bat. This season, the Yankees, the Wilkesbury, Scranton, Scranton Wilkesbury Rail Riders went yard, hit a home run on the second at bat. So as a, for the home team, it was not great. We lost 5 nothing. Um, but saw some pretty cool home runs, saw two home runs, one was a three-run home run, um, and regardless, the, the game environment was cool, the fireworks at the end, the energy of having baseball in Central New York, which is what I was getting at, it's great to have that in the community, I think it, it is really economical, family fun, uh, just fun for, for anybody, whether you're coming with your family, whether you're coming with friends, uh, whatever it may be, it, it's, it's a great environment. I also really want to shout out the general manager for the Syracuse Mets. I think he's great. I think he's been with that team for a while. I researched him a little bit after. He is awesome. Brings a lot of energy to the games. Talked before, talked after. I think the the pricing he's put in, so it was, it's great pricing for seats. Um, I think the most expensive is is 42. You can get it as little as 14 bucks a seat. Um, concessions are, are pretty reasonable considering that they're sports concessions. I think stuff is was mostly in the, you know, five, six, seven range. They added Pavone's Pizza, which if you've ever gotten pizza out in Syracuse, it's pretty good. They added Danny's um, uh, Philly Cheesesteaks, which had a huge line today. I mean, oh, like I said, overall, really fun experience. Um, they even had a, a former World Series champion throw out the first pitch and then sign, sign autographs after, take pictures. And Scooch, the uh, the Syracuse Mets mascot, was all over the place just doing his thing. Scoot, we we really are lucky here in Syracuse. I think uh, Scooch and um, um, Otto are two pretty elite mascots to have. 
Um, so yeah, needless to say, there's a brief recap of the game. Didn't go great on the field, but long, great season ahead. Stayed a little bit warmer, supposed to drop down. It stayed in about the mid to high 50s the entire game. And like I said, there's fireworks at the end. So overall, a really awesome experience. I was really happy to go. And it brings me to what I was saying. I think that's awesome to have in our in our community. Um, it'd be cool if you can see it. on the flip side, Utica has an AHL team, just like how Syracuse says, but Utica really rallies around its AHL team, the Utica Comets, how cool that is to have in the community, how the odd um, has kind of been reinvigorated and, and renovated um, due to the high attendance from the Utica Comets to be what I think is a world-class facility. And it's been honored as such as one of the best facilities throughout the AHL. I mean, if you've ever seen it or been inside it, you could drop that down and Honestly, any major city in the U.S. and it would it would hold its own as a as a top class facility, in my opinion. Um, so, I guess the idea from from that would simply be, let's try to keep these in our area as long as we can. That was an idea a few idea Wednesdays ago was, if the sale is ever up again for the Syracuse Mets, I would love 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 to see Syracuse University buy it. Syracuse University is never going anywhere. Um, it would be a good way to anchor anchor that AAA club to, to to Syracuse for forever, hopefully. And uh, I just think there's a really unique opportunity to have students, grad students, seniors do capstones to work in the front office um, and have a unique, you know, experiential education experience from the Syracuse University perspective and for the community, of course, making sure that team never leaves. Um, from the comments perspective, I don't know if you go to college excuse me, Utica University, is um, has quite the, the deep pockets that, that Syracuse would have, Syracuse University, but similar concept. Anything that we can do to make sure that these teams never leave our area. And of course, adding more if we can. So this is a Utica Blue Sox, which is kind of a, uh, they do like a, a college summer league thing. Although the Utica Blue Sox, Utica, you did used to have a minor league team, a uh, single A club, which Miguel Cabrera played for like in 2000. So any more way that we can add more of these high-level ball clubs, whether it's hockey, keeping those in both Syracuse and Utica, baseball, um, continuing to invest in those teams, basketball, I know it would be hard to bring a – Syracuse University uh, kind of brings, even though it's quote-unquote amateur ball, that's the highest level. It's a really high level of basketball, but a G League team would be – uh, a dream, but I don't think that's possible. Just, again, anything that we can do to bring high-level sports I think is great for the community, great family fund, great investing in, in just general facilities and infrastructure. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the first idea that came from going to this game tonight. Second idea. So the Syracuse Mets didn't hit me today. It, it truly, so when I first gave the podcast about better transportation options between um, Syracuse and Utica, facilitate going to, you know, Syracuse University basketball and football games, Utica Comic games, Syracuse Crunch games. I failed to mention Syracuse Mets, and I should have. Okay, I gave it back more in the winter when those were the sports going on. But I should have mentioned Syracuse Mets because the RTC, the train station and bus bus station in Syracuse, literally shares a parking lot with the Syracuse Mets, or it's very close. It's like a three-minute walk. I think you may have to cross. Like, Burn Dairy has, like, a, a major corporate headquarters and... Um, a parking lot and you know walkway there, but needs to say it's very walkable from the train station. You can see the stadium from from the train station, and I was driving, so I drove up to today's game, and I was like, man, wouldn't it have been great 
I could have, you know, hopped on a bus, hopped on a train from Utica, either parked my car there or, you know, got an Uber there. It's much easier to do, you know, a 10 minute Uber rather than an hour Uber, fiscally speaking, or gotten a ride and taken a train, hung out there at the game and then know that there was a train or bus on the way home. And same way, just only have to figure out my transportation, whether I, I didn't park at the Utica train station from the Utica train station to my, to my house. So that's just recapping and re-going back to uh, the idea that I think providing more transportation options for Utica and Syracuse between them to generate you know more of a true economic corridor. I think there already is a lot of economic interchange because, of course, even without it, I went to the Syracuse Mets game today just driving myself um, out there. I, I do think that there is an opportunity to further further deepen those economic ties, like I said, to make it a true uh, and stronger economic relationship and economic corridor. Um, so whether that's, I, I think Syracuse Mets games are maybe a great first first starting ground because they, it's so close to the major transportation center in Syracuse. If there is even just a bus on Syracuse Mets game days that you knew would go from Utica to Syracuse, half hour before game time, arrive there a half hour before, you know, first pitch and bring you back and leave the stadium, you know, a half hour or 15 minutes after the final, the final pitch, the final out would be great. Or or a train even. And I know train is a little bit trickier because you have to be Amtrak, but there are rumors that when Amtrak does get greater investment over this coming decade, that it will be running more trains um, across central New York, across the, our, our train network, um, which would be great if we could time up some of those for when Syracuse Mets games are, when Syracuse basketball, Syracuse football, these major events where, you know, in a dream world, I would love it where it's basically like a, a major city subway system on any night in any month and any point of the year, just being like, hey, I know if there's going to be a train or bus at 7 p.m. I can get back at 10 p.m. But I think starting with these major sports events, these major, uh, maybe even concerts at the amphitheater, state fair and that's what they do do is they do the state does do a train right to the state fair over the summer for that two three week stretch um so i think expanding that program to when there is major sporting events in either of these two cities utica comets syracuse mets syracuse uh football basketball would be awesome so again not not a new idea per se but after uh, living through it tonight. And like I said, it's really the hour drive is not bad at all. It's like 55 minutes. Um, I just wanted to re recap that again on the pod. So yeah, that is that. Basically awesome, awesome opening part of the season. Cannot wait to do more. Probably can have more ideas. I really just love the concept of, of baseball um of sports i think it's a great community bonding uh just 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 thing for for the area so thank you as always for listening we'll be back friday with a fun friday hopefully the syracuse mets can pick up some wins uh, by the time that we are back back here on friday although i think the games might be rained out um it's supposed to be pretty rainy over the next few days uh, so hopefully they can play as many games as possible before uh before they end this homestand at the six-game homestand, and they sh- ship out for a six-game away stand, I think, in Columbus, Ohio. I think. So, 
Again, thank you as always for listening, and I'll see you all here Friday.